It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I wish you weren't so full of yourself, too. Bad, you're only here looking for handouts. What's the point of talking up what you've done when it ain't shit? I've heard it all before, there's nothing I'm missing. It'd be nice to get a little distance. They say you know when you find the one, and you're not it. I can tell you I'll fail a hundred times, but you won't get it. I can slam my door in your face a thousand times, but you don't quit it. I'm not your a person when they don't want help but life goes on i can tell you i'll fail a hundred times but you won't get it i can slam my door in your face a thousand times but you don't quit it i'm not your
But I'm feeling like I'm guilty. No rest is the best that I will be. I got demons that progress while I'm wealthy. So my death will invest in it well be. No stress, I'll impress if it kills me. Chop the screw, that's the style that I will bring. Homicidal necrophiliacs. Feel me, bitch. Cause I'm fucking killing the way you ever rebuilding. After going against me, no defense you can see we'll steal it. And you know it, it can't be understand that you perceive the jealous. But you won't offend me. No, not any rapper has a skeleton. So they break fast like cheating during Ramadan. When I perform my book magic like the Necronomicon. Ripping up the flows, yes, you know that it goes on and on. Kevin Gates on stage, I keep for the audio. Feeling like there's no shame Running through these cold veins Can't feel my soul I'm out of touch and feel no pain And I've been thinking that I'm ready to die No big deal Can't leave, I still got plenty of life I can't be killed But I'm feeling like I'm at the point I'll leave the snap, go crazy, your mass destroyed This ain't a sham, so don't blame if I act annoyed If you question what I rap and try to match the source Trying to get spins like breakers on harbor floors It's hard when you couldn't ride a check for sliding doors You can see I get spins like a laundromat I believe I'm sicker than a hypochondriac Yeah, your bitch clean and I'm falling a good Pints all on my balls cause she polishing wood Think I could if I want, but it's misunderstood Leave blood on the walls like recording with shoot I'm depressed to the point that I can't just Chill or relax, but goddamn it I need beef in my life cause I'm famished Plus I came to purge like believe on a full stomach, but I swear at the answer is I'm a bad egg like ovarian cancer. Frankenstein on a beat, race creating the master. Remix beautiful people like Marilyn Manson. It's alive when I'm screaming while I'm tearing up these raps and I'm flashing bitches like Barry Allen in the sack. And I got your bitch nude, hippie hugging my tree trunk. For you should be a little like a fucking Ewok. Feeling like there's no shame running through these cold veins. Can't feel my soul, I'm out of touch and feel no pain. And I've been thinking that I'm ready to die. No big deal Can't leave, I still got plenty of life I can't be killed Life is no shame Running through these cold veins Can't feel my soul No matter touch and feel no pain And I've been thinking that I'm ready to die No big deal Can't leave, I still got plenty of life You'll never kill me
Chasing back to the source A wormhole ripped open, then out fell me The perfect harmony of apathy and empathy Here to prove a point on a karmic remedy Cause I'm a concentration of pure energy Now every one of us has a golden ticket But who will be the one to just go and get it? Well I volunteer, so don't you get offended I've been working every minute with the boldest intentions And at a certain point, my hands are tied And this is the shit that you cannot deny Why would I lie? You're in for the ride So sit the fuck back and just open up wide At one point, my spirit was broken Until this entity was awoken I can hear the words left unspoken And there's no doubt they assume that I'm joking But Pandora's box was opened Open, open. My brain is the source to control it And that's why I'm smoking DMT with Joe Rogan And that's why I'm smoking that's why I'm smoking. And that's why I'm smoking. DMT with Joe Rogan. My pineal gland smells like a newborn baby. Whatever rules you live by, you won't make me. I'm the type to go out and do something crazy. You can't keep up because you're too lazy. You give it your all to cover up your face. You train ambition to work hard for the state. And even with that, they will tarnish your wage. But here's food for thought. I'll even garnish the plate. This is your life. And you can decide whether the flesh is a coffin or a vehicle to drive. Are you damned from the start? And is it worth the fight? That's up to you if you can swim with the tide. But if you're holding your breath with a hole in your chest, just listen up good, because I've spoken the rest. Will you be one who can cope with the test? It will all flash by in that moment of death. But Pandora's box was opened. Open, open. My brain is a source to control it. And that's why I'm smoking. DMT with Joe Rogan And that's why I'm smoking That's why I'm smoking And that's why I'm smoking DMT with Joe Rogan I have seen the snake woman deity I have been the pharaoh with peasants praising me 
I have been a stag family underneath a tree. And I have been a quasar with the need to feed. So I'm grabbing the hourglass, crushing it hard. Let the sand blow away from on top of my arms. Cause I am Father Time, I am always in charge. I recognize my role and now I'm out of the dark. I am trying to tell you that there's nothing to fear. That's why I write these songs you can play in your ear. When it comes to life and death, I'm a pioneer. So breathe deep, this air I'm trying to clear. We all have guesses to solve the mystery. And even with your facts, people will still disagree. So you can keep on repeating history. But I'm just being real, yo, this is me. At one point, my spirit was broken until this entity was awoken. I can hear the words left unspoken. And there's no doubt they assume that I'm joking. But Pandora's box was opened. My brain is the source to control it And that's why I'm smoking DMT with Joe Rogan And that's why I'm smoking That's why I'm smoking And that's why I'm smoking DMT with Joe Rogan
Shut up. I'm tired of these motherfuckers acting like I don't belong up in this bitch. <laughs> really? Trying to act like Lirazone don't belong in this bitch. Trying to act like Legion don't belong in this bitch. Trying to act like Murder D don't belong in this bitch. Get the fuck out of here, motherfuckers. <laughs> Sure. Gotta rid myself of this anger shit feel I'm about to pop Got a gang of swishes, I fill it up with my pop But I'm on some heinous shit, basically it's a shock That I made it through all this hatred I'm making it to the top <laughs> I'm here to shake it, the fakers they need to stop They've been awakened, debating if they should drop another track While they waiting, I'm on the block I'm impatient, I'm pitching tracks like they rock Let's go I'm on a passage of socket to fucking stick in their popular bitch Be repping the underground, give a fuck about nothing I don't Me, that outcast by pros while I'm done. You can know we snapped and leave these rappers in glad bags. Uh. You in the thuggers are crazy. Convincing the fact that I won't react. Tempting my conglomerate, but lacking the attributes to scrap. Who the fuck you think that I am? To simply take this shit. Thinking I'm submissive, but really the type to get lit. Guess I gotta prove to you I'm about my business by making an example of why you should have been listening. All these years, noticing the hunger's different compared to all my peers. Regardless, I'm treated badly. Seen as an and see there could be the illest on beats Though you'll never see it Cause somehow I don't belong Every day I feel the pain Like I just did something wrong Every day in my brain I'm here and it won't be long Feel the struggle, feel the pain Feel the aching in my jaw When I look into the mirror I realize I don't belong I don't belong Like I just did something wrong With any song that I wrote But I stayed strong and pushed on With the hope that I get the last laugh On rap, that's no joke Like on that last track that I smashed I'm so dope, oh no People are saying that I'm underrated My flow has been developed From all of the hatred I'm shown But either way I'm gonna go take it And mold it into my music And use it for elevation I'm grown, but yet I'm feeling stepped on And I'm putting out an album Even though I'm slept on Hit a mother these beats My lyrics are in the zone But when I'm looking in the mirror I feel like I don't belong Every day I feel the pain Like I just did something wrong Every day in my brain I'm here and it won't be long Feel the struggle, feel the pain Feel the aching in my jaw When I look into the mirror I realize I don't belong I don't belong Like I just did something wrong
This is Loke Saint. You're listening to Uncovering the Underground with my man Skippy Ickham on Spreaker Podcast Radio, bringing you nothing but the best in underground music. Minimum, 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 minimum
wanna fly But they don't wanna see the phoenix rise Lay down and die Clipping my wings and hope I will survive I wish I was a bird so I could fly It's like I'm looking for a witness with the path of enrichments. I'm trying to force out the wicked and pay for repentance. Cause I walk with the death like I'm sick, heart beats like a Christian compared to the rest. With furry curls on my neck, I'm trying to keep blood on my flesh like a bird. I wish I could fly away like suddenly a hundred miles away. Why? I don't really feel the same for my campaign. And I be feeling all alone like the campaign. I'm in the valley of the death, about to take brains. I guess I'm kind of like a wacker with this octane. When you mix elements, it gets unsafe. Lonely mix with the Bible, get low, say. It's something gotta give a part of this war pain. It's something got me in a chapel with the horse team. Step into a vision when I get to ride, I get to wonder, run up on the spirit, can't victim. I believe I'm burning every time I touch a microphone. I really leave them hurting. Angels deceive them, will leave you a corpse. If you see me coming, you should know that I get ready for whatever. If you want it, we can get it. I will murder flows. Every syllable that you be hitting, people spitting at me, doesn't matter. Chew upon the shits for the birds. Before the planet and granite gets thrown away They don't like it, I'm speaking something that's different than common saying And they slip in my wings and shackle my body to hold it, babe But I really wanna bust up out that box that I've been locked in Showing everybody that I can't take flight when the brain maintain that oxygen Came with the pain that I hang with a few screws loose and the neurotoxin Shame on the hurts and the bang on the birds and the fun of your death that I'm boxed in
madness and sadness Happiness and joy mixed with depression And those lessons we all learn from having these Emotions grab us Suicidal homicidal fits of psycho Rip inside my vitals awful jeez How do I manage this? Emotions that keep rollercoasting in my ghost It makes me feel like I am indeed A mixture of all of these Hatred and love and peace and war hardcore And then mixed quick with a little harmony Let me go, let the flow go live Like I'm emoting to the very inner center of your spot I'm a spit to get it Cause I'm a to bit deep inside of you Like a chip and a robot Shiny five is alive and I'm making it known From every emotion I stretch like Botox It's son of a gun, heaven the bad seats I can't believe everybody's rolling a soul off Sorry doc, I really like it the way that I was made So the crazy train stops when I roll off And I gotta exhibit everything that's stuck inside of my prison When I get the vision, I'ma go off Got me feeling like my mentality better We gotta be the side effect of my motherfucking anatomy Overheating the brain, be running ahead of me Recording whatever the data be gathering Sane, I think not that one million young thoughts And they fire at once while I'm caught in the middle of a rock And a hard place, take them to the Mars base, space case on slot I can't think for the feels, I'll be feeling coming up out of me Rockets like a book, book shot, and I like if I did not tell you I'm distraught I deal with all these things inside I don't know how I'm still alive I get more things, madness and sadness Happiness and joy mixed with depression And those lessons we all learn from having these Emotions grab us Suicidal, homicidal, fits of psycho Rip inside my vitals, awful jeez How do I manage this? Emotions that keep rollercoasting in my ghost and make me feel I am indeed A mixture of all of these Hatred and love and peace and war hardcore And then mixed quick with a little harmony Trying to make sense of a life living in the dark Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Uncovering the Underground Radio Podcast Show. As always, I am your host, Skippy Ickham of Brutal Business Entertainment, and we thank you for listening to the show. Click the share button, like button, follow, whatever button they give you on whatever platform you're on, go ahead and click that. We would really appreciate it. The more that you do that, the more we move up the ranks in the podcast community and the bigger and better things we can do because the more people that we reach. You can listen to us out there on any of the platforms, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Amazon Music, you know, you name it, we are on it. If you want to interact with the show live, you can do so by going to www.spreaker.com. Again, that is www.spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Or look up Spreaker on your app market and you can download the app. When you do that, not only do you get our show, you get thousands of other great podcast shows. But what that allows you to do is you can click our show You can leave us comments, and you can ask our guests questions during the show. So if they are live episodes, feel free to get interactive with the show. We would love to hear what your input is, hear what questions you have for our guests each week. This week, we have a wonderful guest, which we'll be jumping to in just a moment. But if you are listening live or listening after the fact, as I said, please click the share button. Share this around to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. And uh, real quick, we want to thank our sponsors, Tattooed Scumbag Apparel, if you like a lot of Comfortable, badass clothing. You are a tattooed scumbag like me. You'll fucking love it. Great clothing. Everything from hoodies to beanies to socks, sweatpants, and everything in between. I was at a music festival over the weekend. My my label, Brutal Business Entertainment, was performing a good chunk of that music festival. It was freezing. Dropped down to 40 degrees. And sure enough, with all the different clothes options I had, 
I pulled out my tattooed scumbag gear. I had my beanie on, my hoodie, and I stayed toasty through that 40 degree night in my tent. And it, you know, it's just a testament to their their brand. Not only does it look good, it fits good. It keeps you warm. You can check them out at www.tattooedscumbag.com. Use promo code BBE10. That is BBE10 for 10% off of your overall order. So make sure you do that. Check out their merch. We do want to thank Legion Artworks, Roush Designs, R3 Graphics, and everyone out there that supports the show. Um, we really appreciate you guys. Our guest tonight is a longtime friend, a longtime fellow musician. We've collabed together several times. He's been making shockwaves in the underground for many years, but in the last two years, he's really come out and surprised a lot of people who didn't know of him before that point. And if you're discovering him tonight, make sure you check out his music, purchase that music, buy his merch. He just released a brand new album called Gasoline last week. This is none other than my homie, Diabolic the Monster. How you doing, bro? Hey, what up, man? I appreciate you having me on, bro. Absolutely. It was it was really nice to have you on. I know we had something planned for later next year and something, you know, kind of came open and you and I were both free, so I was glad I could get you on the show. Worked out really well with the timing of the dropping of the new album. Absolutely, man. Nah, man, a lot's been going on and uh and I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, you having a platform to where uh, I can get on here and kind of spread this stuff to people I wouldn't have uh, reached otherwise, you know what I mean? So I appreciate you, bro, for real, for having me on here, man. No, absolutely. That's what I love to do. I love to get good artists out there to other good people and let people find out, you know, about new music. That's what it's all about. There's some people that are stingy with their music. I've never been one of those people. I always try to no, see if I sure. find someone that's dope, I want to get them out there. I'm the same way, man. See, that's another thing, man, about us, uh, or for real, that ever since I've known you, man, it's kind of been like that. We've showed, like I know at any show, man, I'm up front the whole time. It don't matter if it's the first person, if it's the last person, I'm up front showing love. And it's, uh, and yeah, no, I've seen that you was like that too, man. I think that's where me and you kind of clicked at. Definitely. We've been talking for a long time. I mean, I, I listened to your interview actually earlier this week with the homies over at um, Replicon Radio. Oh, and, absolutely, man. You know, I heard part of your guys' interview was them talking about how dope you were, but how they did not know who you were until Night of the Shrunken Heads Festival last year. And yeah, that's just yeah. funny because me and you go you know, way back. I, I, I came on to you first with Gator Boy, and that was yeah, yeah. when I came on to you in a scene. And I mean, that was quite a while ago, so it's been... It's been a long time love, long time respect for you, and we've talked. We've done many songs together over the last, you know, price yeah, decade, yeah, absolutely. I guess. And, yeah, um, man. It's great to be able to kick it tonight and get to talking. And as they were talking about last week, you know, they met you for the first time at Night of the Shrunken Heads. We had been talking for many years, but that was yeah, the yeah. first that we had met each other as well. Yeah, in person, man. Like, And a lot of people don't even realize that, that uh, that was a first really a first everything for a lot of shit. Like that was my return back to the scene. Like, uh, at the time, um, Razakel invited me out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of family there anyways, man. Like, but, uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. I was fucking nervous. I was like, Oh shit. Like I had to come back and I'm, I'm gonna give this one big push. And, uh, you know, it's funny that in one year, how many people, uh, seen that drive and, and seen all that shit and uh you know they support me today and it's fucking all it's blessings on blessings man that's all i've ran into over the past year it is man you've been getting a lot of love the past year and it's, it's funny because i've seen 
all of the years over the years, and I've seen different transitions from you. I've seen different ventures from you, from different teams that you worked with to ultimately finding, I think, what now is your home base. I think that you're fit with yeah, Razakal yeah. and, and Hard Jaws and obviously our bro Donna Rice. I think that is a great fit for you. I think that, you know, it was great to be on LSP. It was great to be associated with Murder Music, but I think that she, Shrunken Heads Productions, Shrunken Heads Entertainment, I think that is where you, yeah. you, you know, really, you come full swing, I think. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, A lot of that stuff, you know, uh, you know, not now that I look at it from a different aspect, because at the time I didn't really know the, the uh, business part of it. I didn't know I was kind of going in, you know, what I'm saying that young, naive musician type shit and uh, not really know what to expect and things. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful that I went through everything whenever I did, because with everything that's happened in my career, like I feel like it's led me to this exact spot, exactly where I'm supposed to be. And uh, I feel like all that shit happened for a reason, man. It's kind of, cl- you know, cliche to say or whatever it is, but uh, I really do feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be at, man. And I found I found that out from uh, last year. I got a taste of it then. Um, and then, you know, in, in this past uh, weekend we just had and really just the ever, ever since the first release come out from she or the mixtape and all that, man, ever since that point, just the amount of love and, and respect for one another and things like that. And a lot of us have a common background. So uh, it's just it's finally fucking cool to have fun and have people that love you for real and, and, and have all that around you, man. Like it's kind of hard to hate on on a team that's like that. You feel what I'm saying? No, absolutely. And and, and there's a lot of love there. I, I will give that festival you know, two thumbs up and then kudos from me because last year when we performed there, there was nothing but love in the building. I mean, there was so much love and energy and respect and just what shows were meant to be about. I yeah, felt. yeah. And that, that was a great feeling at that show. I left that weekend. I mean, it was a it was a nice little haul to get to Indiana and back. You know what I mean? Yeah, and absolutely. I, the whole time I'm like, fuck yeah, that was a good show. It was put on well. Now I wasn't able to make this year, but right, ironically right. enough, I just got to play with all them anyways. Um, the night before Night of the Shrunken Heads and here in Pittsburgh, oh, that's two cool, nights man. before. So it worked out kind of kind of strangely anyways, but that's great. Razakal's actually um, on the chat right now. She's leaving some love. She said diabolic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, she, uh, you know, put it together one hell of a little little festival last year, and I'm ashamed I couldn't see it this year, but it was uh, it was definitely fun getting to play with them. Again, I've been playing shows with Razakal for many, many years, and that's what's funny about the full swing, full circle is, Right. That I knew you, I knew her, completely different reasons, completely different connections, and then ultimately it came back around that you're on the same team. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's wild, man, because, uh, you know, me and Don, you know this, man. It's, I mean, I'm I pretty much... You. I lost you for a quick second there. I heard you say you and Don, and then you, I lost you just a little bit. Um, oh, my bad, man. Uh, we go way back anyways, you know what I mean? So uh, for us to start out where we did kind of discovering each other and helping each other uh, grow in this underground shit to be ending up on the same team. It still blows my fucking mind. Yeah. That is kind of funny that it worked out like that. Cause I mean, obviously for the people that don't know much about your music, you know, you have sick gang and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that coming up, but um, right, right. you know, and, and it's funny how that led you guys together to be on the same team. And I knew Dawn separately from you separately from Raz. So once again, really kind of funny. It's it's great to see like-minded people drawn together and working together. And like I said, she's got a, 
had a great team put together there. I was very impressed the other night, um, you know, as always. And, uh, you know, it's great to get to rock out there again because I'm shifting gears a little bit on my end and going a little bit different directions on um, kind of production and the media side. Right, uh, so yeah. I don't know how many more times I'm going to get to do that with you guys, but, you know, it was a blessing to at least get to play with most of the homies that I've had over the years. But you're mad talented as well, man. Like, you could do any of this shit and succeed. Like, what you're doing with this uh, radio show and the interviewing stuff like that, you're amazing. Yeah, you, people people fuck with you, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, talent, you, re- Yeah, talent recognizes talent, man. It, it ain't been nothing but love, for real. And I wish you the best. Whichever direction you go, you know, you got my support, man. Well, thank you. That means a lot to me, brother. Like I said, you've been very loving and very supportive over the years. And, uh, you know, think that there's still many years of friendship to come. And there's yeah, still yeah. a lot of a lot of fun to be had, no matter what the platform might be. I just want to get out there and help music. That's my thing is I love doing music. I love creating music. But I love to put people on like you, you know, on a higher map and keep pushing you and try to do what I can to help other artists reach the crowds that they need to reach. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's fucking appreciated. Absolutely. It's all love. Underground, baby. That's what it's about. So why don't we jump into it? Let's talk about, you know, we, we mentioned Gator Boy, and I, I don't want to follow suit with anybody else interviewing you, but let's talk a little bit about that. Um, that was right. a 17-song debut album. Yeah, um, insane. And you know what I mean? That's If you're going to do something, I guess that's the way to do it. To come out as being someone most people didn't know at that time and, and coming out with a 17-song album with banger after banger on it. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. Some, there's some underground classics on that album. So, I mean, what what was your mind state during that time period? Is is kind of fresh, new, and you had to prove yourself. What were you feeling during that writing process? Well, man, uh, from the beginning of it, uh, you know, I was kind of doing local music. Um, we had, I was in a group called Maniacs back then, uh, kind of doing my solo thing. We had this thing called East End Entertainment, and that's currently where I live at now. It's the East End of Portsmouth, so it was kind of all bred and born down here and uh coming up from that man um you know doing music and stuff and then my girl got pregnant and at the time I, I had a job where I was like I don't know if I can pull this shit I gotta do some grown man shit I don't know what grown men do because I never had that in my life so I ended up joining the military man and kind of putting the music behind me so after being in the military for a long time I was in the army I was uh I was fuel supply so I fueled up uh Blackhawk helicopters, shooting machine guns and shit, a uh, bunch of shit that I never thought that I was going to do, man, but uh, that I was kind of doing for my family. But whenever I got out uh, or, or towards the end of my career in the Army, uh, I started to fall back in love with music again. And, you know, like, man, I kind of miss doing that shit. So kind of getting back into that, we were still, we were still stationed in Fort Stewart, Georgia. Georgia down that way and we were staying in a what was it, a double wide triple wide trailer something like that and started you know what I'm saying hitting the music pretty hard back then so really Gator Boy was a collective of me kind of jumping in and out of the music process while still fulfilling my military duty so half them songs like the song I did with Insane Poetry I was still serving I still got up you know I, I I got home from uh, from work that day from, you know, on post and my girl was at the house like, hey, Insane Poetry sent you that verse back and we're all hype as fuck because that's a legend. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm sure you've had that feeling yourself, brother. But oh, really, yeah, so Gator Boy was really, man, just a 
just a collection of me attempting to get back in. And I had a lot more songs than that. And I just kind of sifted through and said, man, uh, we'll do it like this. And then later on to kind of revamp it, I had uh, low key be a part of it and uh, kind of create a new cover and stuff like that, man. But yeah, it was really fun to work on. And um, fuck, that's even whenever I first met Dark Half, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was a great time period for you, man. You're making some connections with some really great names. I mean, think about it on the album. I mean, I remember you had Playboy the Beast. You had yeah, Scum, yeah. You had uh, Insane Poetry, Dark Half. I mean, you had a, you had a great put together album that, um, you know, really when I heard it, and I was in the underground at that time. I was doing my own thing, you know, over this way, and I, I came across yeah. Gator Boy. And I listened to that, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right away, I think um, I'm trying to remember what was the first song I heard. It might have been Cleaver. It was yeah, either yeah. Cleaver or I, I think it was Cleaver, which brought me onto the album. And then I fell in love with your, your Silent Hill. Yeah, um, yeah. It just sticks in my head like nobody's business. I can't get it out. It just like, I'll, <laughs> I'll be like driving like a day later, just humming yeah, it. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, get, you know, like, get the fuck out of there. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> no, but that's dope. I mean, yeah, Silent Hill, I think you had uh, Goosebumps on that album. You had some really good tracks on that album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, man, really, it was, I just, I think why, I just, I don't know, I felt like horrorcore at a time, at that time was, uh, you know how it goes through, it's like stagnation periods and shit, like, uh, which now it's kind of beautiful because all these labels are fucking falling apart, and here is Team She standing here tall and proud and fucking, you know what I'm saying? And there's a, there's a few labels like us, man, that are still kind of standing around like, hey, look over this way, guys. What the fuck are y'all doing? Absolutely, <laughs> you know no, it's nice. To, it is a time period right now that you can get, you can get some uh, attention and some, some buzz if you're, you know, doing what you're supposed to be and sticking to the grindstone. Yeah, absolutely, man. But I feel like uh, all the grinding and the, and the, and the stuff like that, man, like everybody on the team's kind of been the same. We've all ended up, on places where we probably didn't get the proper love or support or push. Uh, because a lot of these labels, man, is, you know, uh, get behind one or two artists, everybody else's backup dancers almost. Is, and, that, and that's how, I, you know, that's uh, me keeping it a hundred, man. No, absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. Now I think you did a great job with the album. I think you did, a hell of a collection that made your mark. Like I said, maybe not as many people were paying attention as should and still are. You know, I think you should be much, much bigger than you are right now, but that caught people's attention. And then you just continued to, to come, even though, you know, you said you had to go away for a while. That was a, that was a collection of, um, many different things. Yeah. Yeah. It, it um, you know, it escalated from there It built from there. And I, and I watched you go in and out through a different couple changes. And then you came out with this is, uh, not this is horrorcore, but, uh, what was the second album? Uh, I am a uh, monster. Uh, there will be blood. Oh, there will be blood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am a monster. Um, that album, when it hit two, it was fucking banging. So, and then it let on and then obviously you have gasoline now. So you have yeah, uh, put together quite a catalog. I mean, you've worked, you know, a lot of different, uh, angles too. I mean, your music is, is depthful. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, I've always kind of felt like that, but I, I, I come from a horrorcore, like strict horrorcore background. Then it's straight into, uh, you know, straight hip hop. Like I was into the dip sets and the Jay Z's and the, all that. Like I had that time period. And then I also had, uh, you know, I went through, uh, which I still listen to now, but like Slipknot and, and the whole mud vein, Rob Zombie, 
uh, stuff like that. So I kind of take a little bit of everything, man. Uh, I call it death rap just for the simple fact, like I'm not on the song trying to sound scary or trying to make a scary song or whatever it is. I'm just basically horrorcore lyrics over hip hop beats, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? It is, yeah, because I don't really like going by the term horrorcore either. I never have. Um, I, yeah, I've used yeah. it even in a couple of my songs, but I'm like, it's something different than that. It's not... Right, my, right. My thought of horrorcore is, like you said, someone trying to sound scary. Yeah, like um, back in back in the day, which that made me fall in love with it and shit, you know, and a lot of these people I've met and uh, great fucking people. But um, I almost felt like at the beginning, I was like, man, if I ain't got a gimmick, like, you know, like a wrestler, because I compare it a lot to it. Like, if you ain't got a gimmick or uh, something like that or some kind of character that you're playing, uh, you know, I, I was like, I wasn't feeling it for a while. And, and, um, you know, kind of, kind of took my own lane with it for a little bit. But at the time, too, I really didn't give a fuck what anybody thought about my music. I was just trying to fall back in love with it. And I think you did, man. And uh, that's what I've noticed recently with your return as of like a year and a half, you know, roughly ago. Yeah, you yeah. have been on it, man, constantly writing. I, I see your posts on, on a weekly basis. Oh, I'm writing this. I'm writing. I'm, I'm working in the studio today constantly and constantly. I'm like, man, this motherfucker's putting in some work on this new album. Absolutely, well, then you drop gasoline, and it's like, well, then now I see why. <laughs> nah, so, dude. That's, that's dope, man. You did a really good job. I was highly anticipating that, and it is it is a very good body of work. Um, for oh, those dude. that have not heard it yet, please go check it out. We'll be playing two of those songs tonight. Um, but if you are listening and you are an old school fan or you're a new fan as of tonight, please check it out. Pick up a copy of that album, Weather Physical, which he does have some for sale at this time, a limited supply. Yes, and he does have digital all over any online retailer. Yeah, so, um, it, yeah. Even with the um, you know uh, the hard copies or whatever, I have some actually with me. But with the limited supply, it's just personalized copies. Like up to you know the first thirty copies that are sold or whatever will be personalized. Anything after that will not, unless I see you at a show or something like that. I don't care to do it. But uh, I ain't trying to sound fucking Hollywood either. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't give a no, fuck. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts on on CDs these days? Because you know it, we're, we've reached a strange pivotal change, and it's happened several times. I mean, obviously from eight track to records to cassettes to CDs right. to MP3s. You know, we're living in an age now where we push CDs hard. We we burned CDs. We went out and handed them out originally when we were younger. Absolutely. Then we got printed and pressed ones, and we're selling them. We're yeah. trying to push these albums, but now we've come to a time where cars are being sold without CD players. Most people don't have a traditional CD player in their house. So now you're trying to sell this thing that you're brainwashed into thinking you got to sell your merch, but really it's become a relic. And is it beneficial to keep a heavy supply? So as you said, you have a small supply, which is smart, because you don't end up ordering a couple hundred of them and then you get fucking stuck with all these CDs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know, man. For me, I... I just like the nostalgia of it, too, because whenever uh, you remember like Red Rum Media and shit like that from back in the day, like, yes, I I loved getting my albums, man. I loved uh, tearing the cellophane off of them and fucking that new CD smell, you know, like even whenever ICP put out Hell's Pit. I remember uh, going to the parking lot of Sam Goody and sitting on top of the car and looking around the parking lot and there being other people sitting out, you know, playing music in their cars and stuff like that just to go in to get a hard copy. So I feel like for me, it's almost nostalgia. 
No, that, that's true because I remember mowing yards as as a teenager, getting money earned up, going to Sam Goody. First, before it was Sam Goody, it was, it was a store called OnCue. Right, right. Um, and then OnCue went out of business, Sam Goody took over. Um, but I remember going to the store up there and the energy and the feeling of like, fuck yeah, I'm buying some new music today. Oh, man, it was amazing, wasn't it? It was, and no one will ever understand anymore that's the younger generation because with having everything so easily at your fingertips, I mean, this was pre-really internet days. This was listening to some fucking CDs. This wasn't Facebook and MySpace. This was early age, let's go to the store and pick up some CDs. And I remember I'd go in and I'd buy one or so one or so albums that I wanted. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I'd buy roughly two that I did die. I like it. Not that I necessarily didn't want, but that I just didn't know. I would go walk through the store, randomly pick out two albums that I thought had badass fucking artwork that I liked. Yeah. That's and dope. I would, man. I would buy Now Sometimes I'd be pleasantly surprised. Sometimes I'd listen and be like, wow, I should not have went off this artwork, but you know what I mean? It was, <laughs> it was that feeling that you don't get anymore with music. You can't get that with hitting Google play and th- and then there's nothing wrong with that, but you can't, yeah, you yeah. can't get that same feeling by just hitting a button on the computer and whatever song you want comes on. Man, I don't know if you remember, but do you remember those magazines you'd get in the mail where it was like uh, a penny, an album or some shit, and you put the little stickers in the blocks? I don't know if yeah, you remember that. Yeah, that was, um, <laughs> yeah. oh, what the hell was the name of that? It had a name for that. You know like, what I'm talking about, though? If anybody's listening out there, drop us the line of what that is. That was, um, damn it, I, I used to do it all the time. Yeah, you could get like 30 yeah. albums for like 10 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I would send them to my fucking neighbor's house and shit and uh, sit there like, you know what I'm saying, see the mailman be down the street like, oh, fuck, I gotta get ready to go get that shit because there's 10 albums over there that I fucking ordered they don't know about. And, you know, I had that hustle going on, but we had like fucking 50 CDs and didn't pay shit for them pretty much. So I was like, I don't know how the fuck this company is uh, staying in business, bro. Well, you know what? They, they tried to last as long as they could, but eventually I think it did catch up to them. Therefore, they are no longer around. But all those CD companies, right. man, they took a hit. When the internet came out, everyone thought it was such a mesmerizing, amazing thing, and it is. Yeah, but yeah. no one's seen at that exact moment when they're like, check out this new thing, the World Wide Web. Everybody's like, cool. But then, you know, they never seen right. in the back of their head the thousands of businesses that were going to go out of business because of the fact that as that got bigger, we don't need people as much. Oh, absolutely, man. And uh, one of my favorite rappers, bro, uh, actually, B.O.B., which, uh, you know, a lot of people go, wait a minute, that's one of your favorite rappers. It ain't even necessarily the pop songs he puts out, but it's the mixtapes and shit. Uh, Like, off of his mixtapes, man, he spoke a a lot on that, man. So uh, I I highly suggest anybody out there, man, listening to uh, give B.O.B.'s mixtapes a chance. If I mean, if you miss that underground hip-hop type shit, uh, because he speaks on this exact topic, man, and a, and a lot of topics that are relevant today. So I know this is my interview, man. Huge fucking fan. I had to plug in real quick. No, absolutely, man. That um, B.O.B. is an awesome artist, and he does speak a lot on topics that I personally enjoy um, and think about. I know that you're an out-of-the-box thinker as well with many things that you've posted up over the years. Yeah, I don't absolutely. believe I don't believe a lot of the things that are being told to us that are going on around us. I, I I'm certainly an out of the box thinker. So from one to another, much love and to Bob for obviously speaking on the matters in his music. Holy fuck, are we about to get into conspiracies, bro? I I, I literally walked the border of it, but then I I didn't step oh over. My I, I behaved myself. I walked the border of this flat <laughs> earth and I didn't step over. Oh shit. 
Bro. Yeah, I get it. I get him <laughs> way too way too fucking deep. And you know, I heard this thing the other day, man, like uh falling in this fucking rabbit hole on YouTube and shit like that, man. Like I, that shit's real as fuck. Yeah, no, dude, you don't want to get me started because when you start talking about um, you know, different portals and and like like you said rabbit holes, you know, wormholes, you know, there there are wormholes that do take you into other dimensions. Whoa. And and, and most people will look at you and be like, what the fuck are you on? I'm like, listen, you think I'm crazy because I think <laughs> this. I think you're crazy because you don't. Right. Bro, I don't know how fucking deep you are in the conspiracies, bro. That's pretty deep shit. But, like, uh, a lot of it, man, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you can follow the money on a lot of these things, man. Actually, uh, me and Hard Jaws needs to have a conversation about this shit, too. Because I, I hear that he's pretty fucking deep into the conspiracy side of it, too. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna get off this topic, man. <laughs> your, your whole your whole team's your whole team's cracking up right now. They're all dropping uh, mad info. Raz just said, um, you know, has anyone ever seen a baby pigeon? Never, bro. <laughs> when have you ever seen one? That is weird I, as fuck. I never thought. Listen, I'm someone who's heavily into conspiracy theory and out of the box things, and I don't think I've ever thought about a baby pigeon. Answer that question, brother. Mind is blown. I'm saying every time I see one, they're grown adult ass pigeons, bro. Right? Daughter eyes, Trump. Birds aren't real. Dot com. Oh fuck. <laughs> he says Jaws has a story for everything. Well, that's great that you know you should listen, man. You, you don't want to get me, you, and Hard Jaws in the same room then because it, shit would get out of control. Oh my god, bro. I have a whole nother radio show on similar things. And my other radio show that I do, it's a two-part series. It's called Celestial Oddities. One of the parts is Celestial Oddities Pair of Normal Guys podcast. And then the other Celestial Oddities Odd World. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the two shows. One, we simply take on phone calls from around the world and listen to other people's stories about the different things that they've experienced out there in the paranormal with aliens, with cryptids. Um, and then the other ones where we go into specific deep conversations each episode. But we have ones coming up that it's going to be probably another month or two. But we have ones coming up about wormholes. And we have ones coming up about conspiracy of certain different topics that will probably blow your mind that you're already into and you'll love. So make sure you check that out. And for anybody else, out, listen, listen out there. Jaws, if you're listening out there. Team She, if you're listening and that shit interests you, make sure you check it out. It's really dope. It's called Celestial Oddities. That's a cool but, fucking name, bro. It sounds, I mean, it sounds pretty punk too. Yeah, man, it's pretty, it's pretty dope. It's me and a guy named Daniel James. Daniel James is a videographer, a well accomplished actor, a you know very versed um, medium, and that's he cool. Man. Channels and it, it gets far out though, and he's very into interdimensional pathways and speaking to other races and. A lot of yeah, people yeah. think he's crazy for that type of shit, and you should see it. He's he's so intuitive, and, and me and him click so well together back and forth on the subjects. Because I study this. What people don't realize is, like, most of my life, and I'm not doing the entertainment side, is studying this type of material. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a documentary guy, too, man. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I, I, I'm cool with sitting down and watching the documentary more than I am a movie, for real. I've always been that way. I don't know why, man. But, hey, let me say that was an epic segue you just did. We went from that conversation to you plugging the new show. That shit was epic, man. Absolutely, man. You got to know when to slip it in. <laughs> that was cool as fuck. Yeah. No, that's great, man. But why don't you tell us, you know, so what do you got planned coming up? I mean, I like to jump around. I don't like to just stay in, on your path from then till now. I like to kind of hip hop back and forth. 
yeah, yeah. You know, what do you have? What do you have that we should be watching out for? You just dropped a new album on us. Obviously, you got our attention, or soon will. What do you plan on hitting <laughs> us with next? So, man, um, a lot of it I cannot speak about or will not because uh, I'm, I'm changing kind of the way I've always done shit. Uh, you know, I used to tell people my every move and things like that. And with gasoline really didn't do that. And I seen the impact that it made. But uh, what I can say is that the day that gasoline dropped, I was already writing. I was already writing to, uh, you know, a bad mind beat, um, which I'm work with an, another producer on the next project. You know, shout out to bad mind, man. That dude fucking killed it on gasoline shout out to don orias real quick because if it wasn't for don razakel uh brain dead productions bad mind like all these people that i keep real close in my circle and uh real close into the creation of of whatever the fuck i'm doing um you know shout out to them because if if it wasn't for them that project would not be possible me and you would not be talking about it right now so i i have nothing but the utmost respect and again it, it's it's a family thing so uh, you know, growing up, they've always told me that family's supposed to have your back. I've had, I've had, you know, uh, in my immediate family, I've had two people that's always uh, been there for me, um, and I'm grateful for the music family I got today, and, and my family in my household that I got today, because uh, you know, shit could have went bad and wrong at a lot of different points. So I'm grateful that you know, what I'm saying I am where I where I'm at today, bro. No, that's those are the things. Excuse me, those are the things that help, you yeah, know, yeah. get you out of that darkness. And I mean, I know from knowing a little bit about your past, you had you know a little bit of a rough upbringing. You felt alone. You know, like you said, I heard you say that on the um, other other interview that you did that you know you you didn't have a father figure around, so it was kind of you learning to teach yourself everything that you needed to know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that again, that's with the whole military thing. Like uh, you know, I was working a. Uh, at a fast food joint, uh, I, I probably could have made it work for real, but panic set in and I didn't know again what grown people do as far as that goes. Like, so uh, I ended up over the ocean with a machine gun in my hand. <laughs> Go fucking figure. Now, whenever people ask me to sign shit, I'm like, wait a minute. And then I read this whole motherfucker real quick, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, you have to. And I mean, you were you were over there for I mean, you were in the military for a minute, man. You were what, like five, five, six years. Yeah, six years. Yeah. OK, I was going to say, I remember I remember that time period of you on social media. Um, yeah, yeah. That's great, man. That's that's you know, just think of think of the way it all turned out. I mean, I often think, you know, think of life if it would have been differently. Obviously, you wish you would have had a father figure around. I didn't have much of a father figure around myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it changes you. It does make you think and grow a certain way. And, and sometimes you think back, like, what if it would have been different? But then you have to wonder, who would you be? Oh, absolutely. Like, even in one of my songs, man, I said, uh, I have nothing like my dad must be another man's son. Did you get it, man? I said that I'm another man's son. You know what I'm saying? Like That's awesome. That's dope line, man. Yeah, so, like, uh, even throughout my music, man, like, there's bars here and there that's kind of like... Uh, you know, bleeding into my real life, like even on gasoline, the song "Not Okay" um, is probably one of the most realest songs I think I've ever put out. Like, kind of, you know, just to expose who I really am, type shit. Like the anxiety and the depressions and the, and the things like that uh, that never really ramped up until again. So I got out of the army, I believe. 
uh, is kind of what ramped it up or what may have caused it. But um, again, man, like I feel like the songs that do the best is the ones that have pain involved in them or some kind of struggle and, and us being underground fans and doing what we do. We can all kind of relate to that anyways. That's why, uh, you know, even uh, Donna Rice's album, man, there's a whole lot of content on there people can relate to, man. So, uh, so yeah, man, I don't know. It's, it's just been a, it's been a little bit of a struggle, man. But uh, for anybody out there that's struggling with any of this shit, I uh, hope y'all know that Team She, man, is very approachable. Uh, brutal business is very approachable. And, uh, yeah, I encourage anybody to reach out if you're going through some shit. No, absolutely. I've always said that to fans and listeners out there that if you're going through something, you feel like you're alone. And I understand what that's like because I've been there many times myself. And the weird thing is it's usually when you're not alone. It's when you are surrounded by people that you feel the most alone sometimes. Right, and absolutely. But then you feel like you have no one to talk to. No one understands me. It's just me in the world. It's just me by myself. And you got to understand that there are people out there that are, you know, there to talk to you, want to want to get to know you and, and want to explain you their struggles and how they got through to help you get through yours. So, you know, as Diabolic said, she, you know, she entertainment, brutal business entertainment. We're here to, you know, certainly talk to people, meet fans. We're the type of groups that hang out after shows and hang with you. We bullshit with you. We're talking to you during the show. We're not hiding in the back away from you. Absolutely. We believe, we believe in live entertainment. We believe in that show environment, that family environment, the way that it used to be, the way that it should be again. So this is the the wave of, of what's to come. So, you know, be a part of it. If you feel alone out there, even if you don't feel alone and you just want to meet good people and be a part of something big, come out to one of our shows and support the artist. We'll show you a lot of love. Yeah, especially for the people, man, that uh, may be watching videos now of this past weekend, man. Y'all seen the love that was in that building. Absolutely. I played a show on Ohio this past weekend, too. It was a little mini festival. It was fucking freezing on uh, <laughs> Friday night. It literally dropped down to 40 degrees. I was in my tent. It was freezing my balls off. And um, it was nothing but love there, too. Smaller side of things. It wasn't a whole, whole ton of people there, but it was um, nothing but love the entire weekend. Everybody had everybody's back. And, yeah, yeah. And it's just the way it should be, man. No, no bullshit. I'm, you know, someone that doesn't shy away from something if it comes at me, but I'm not looking for it. You know what I mean? I just want to relax. I want to have a good time. I don't want the extra drama and bullshit around. Right, right. Absolutely. I think, man, that comes with uh, just experience and doing this shit, too. But uh, if that shit does happen to come, man, we can handle it. We'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. If that happens, you know, you know what we're going to have to do then is we're going to have to power up, which is the song of the um, first one we're going to jump into right now. Hey, if you hey, are listening hey, out hey, there. Hey, hey. We're going to drop into this shit. This is Diabolic's Power Up, and this is off his brand new album, Gasoline, that dropped last week. We'll yeah, be right yeah. back on Uncovering the Underground. Power Up. Like a pucker 
passionate. I got all the feelings, feelings about the people than the dealers, and they're pulling like a temperature or a bang on them hoes. Living really wicked, and the people never get it, but I guess it's because I'm fucking strange, I suppose. I S T R A N G E. Pray if you're my enemy. I ain't got the energy. What the fuck's gotten into me? S T R A N G E. Pray if you're my enemy. I ain't got the energy. What the fuck's gotten into me? You heard it first and foremost, folks. That was Power Up, and we just got powered up listening to Diabolic the Monster. That was off his brand new album, Gasoline, that dropped Gasoline. last week. Gasoline! Yes. That shit is fire. It's named that for a reason, because that shit is fucking dope, and that'll burn your house down by listening to it. So check it out, pop it in the stereo, and burn that shit down. Hell yeah, Power Up! Power Up! That shit's dope, man. No, that's <laughs> clean. And we were talking about during the break, you know... You've put out a lot of good content over the years, but this by far is the cleanest, I think. Damn. That's crazy, bro. That means a lot to me, man. No, absolutely. It, it, it's clean. It, it's it's clean. It's smooth. I think it, it's all been dope, but this is the next level of Diabolic. Damn, man. I appreciate it. And again, man, I feel like if you got good people around you and shit like that pushing you, there's no way you could fucking fail anyways. So uh, I had a lot of good people around me pushing me and uh, believing in me, man. And, and and again, a lot of us, a lot of us artists throughout the whole underground period, uh, you know, even some of them won't admit it, but a lot of them, uh, you know, they worry and they're concerned about whenever their shit's about to drop. Uh, I feel like if you if if you don't have a huge ego and um, and and uh, you really give a fuck about your craft then you are going to fucking worry about it a little bit. But, um, I'm, I'm, man, I'm so happy with the way uh, shit turned out. And again, shout out Don O'Reilly. This motherfucker's yeah. a genius, bro. 
It's funny because a couple things I wanted to point out. Definitely shout out Donna Rice. And my team that's listening in right now is probably laughing their ass off because we have a long time running joke of just the word shout out Donna Rice. Yeah, um, yeah. And, we, and I don't know if Donna's ever told you that story, but I had him on a, one of my other radio shows a while back. And it uh, I got fucked up and I didn't mean to. And right. I don't know. I don't normally get fucked up during my shows, but I had a couple beers and something was wrong with this IPA that I was drinking, and it fucked me up hard. Like not not just being strong, there was like actually something wrong with it, and made me violently ill afterwards. But I kept saying right towards the end, probably thirty times, "Shout out Donna Rice, hey Donna Rice, shout out to you, Donna Rice." And I kept doing it and doing it. And I got off the show that night. And fans and friends and everybody right, asked right. me, they're like, "Shout out Donna Rice." I'm like, "What are you guys talking about?" They're like, "Wow, dude, Guess last was- night you were on the level." I guess who was tuned into that show listening? Oh, you were listening to that one? That was funny as Bro, fuck, Bro, I was it? listening the whole time, dude. I was, I was on there, fucked so, up off that I was shit. On, yeah, yeah, I was on there supporting <laughs> Don like, oh, shit, this is about to be a crazy one right here, man. <laughs> no, I usually keep it well under control, but that night I just, it was a long week. I just wanted, I think I drank three beers, that's it, and I can certainly handle three <laughs> beers, but there was something wrong with this shit. Like I said, I don't know. It, I actually got violently ill afterwards. Um it's something wrong with the hops. Sometimes the sediment from the hops can really fuck you up. Hey, whatever you got to say to make you feel better, brother. Whatever I got to say, man. I'm trying to justify the fuck out of it. Like, listen, <laughs> I, folks, I, I, I can handle my three beers. No, but we got some <laughs> other people tuning in. Don's been saying different things and dropping some lines here. He said, life is like a box of chocolates. There's always going to be a trash-ass coconut piece in it. Um, fuck, Don, get off of that's some That's some random side note shit right there, but... um. We got Replicon Radio actually tuning in. What's up, homies? Thank you for tuning in tonight. I was tuning into your show, too. Great interview the other night. Um, but no, uh, that's funny as hell. That's funny that you were listening to it. Yeah, man. I was going to bring that shit up earlier, but yeah, whatever. Uh, no. But I think it's cool. I think it's cool to see how even Replicon's on this shit right now, and you was listening to their shit. That's the kind of shit I like to see, man. I'm all about underground unity. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Unity is the key word, for sure. And you said something earlier that I want to kind of jump back and backpedal on is you said it feels good to be around a team that everyone's like-minded, everyone's positive and wants to push for their goals. And the reason that that is, is when you don't have to keep your eyes on your back, you can keep your eyes on your future. And that's, that's the thing that's, it's really, it's really proves a point. It's strong. And you got to think about it. If you're, if you're not around good people, you never know when that person's going to stab you in the back. You never know, you know, what's going yeah, on yeah. around you. It's just you. So you can't focus fully on you. You can't focus fully on your task. But when you're right, comfortable right. and you say, you know what, the people around me got my back, there's love here. Then you can you can oh, feel comfortable sure. and you can actually focus on your task at hand. And that's what produces and creates the best art and best music. And like I said, yeah. that shows from obviously what you just said and how you feel about it, that shows in your music. So that's great because you can focus now yeah ahead of you instead of having to worry about what's behind you. And another thing you said too, the other day during your interview was that, um, you don't care anymore. You, you're at a level where you stop setting boundaries for yourself. And I did that a while back and that's a Absolutely. game changer. Game Everyone, changer, for sure. game changer yeah. for sure. Cause I mean, what was your mindset? Because you go through that state where you think you have to be this, you have to be that and you push and you push and you still make good music. But then there is a point that some of us get to that you say, you know what? Fuck it all. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And, you know, that originally that's kind of why we all got into music anyways. And then, uh, you know, it all became, uh, I guess, tainted and shit and fucking and all that. But, man, what I've learned over the years is that egos fucking kill 
people. And, and what I mean by that is like egos kill the fucking artist. So even like last year at the at uh, Night of the Shrunken Heads, you know, the second night I was asked, hey, man, you're opening up the show. And my immediate response was, no problem. Let's go. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, no, absolutely. Having that kind of mentality, bro. And, and a lot of these cats want to be fucking rock stars and they think it's going to get them somewhere or, or whatever the fuck it is. Man, I, I'm telling you, like, if you can if you can kind of kill kill that ego off and start being grateful for shit. Uh, I feel like anybody could go a lot further than what they are. And, uh, you know, it's kind of rapper mentality or whatever, too. Like, whenever somebody starts getting a lot of fans and shit like that, their egos explode. But, uh, you know, I always say be careful on your way up how you treat people because you got to see those same people on your way down. And that's, yeah, and that's something that's kind of always stuck with me, man. Like, treat people as you want to be treated and, uh, you know, put out the best content that you can. And I feel like as long as I keep my circle small, as far as, uh, you know, the people I feature and the people that produce my music and things like that, man, because I know they're solid. Um, again, I can't fail if, as long as I do that, because even if the masses don't like the product, I still at the end of the day made music with the people I love the most. You feel you feel uh, you feel what I'm saying, though? No, absolutely. That kind of goes along with one of the questions I was going to ask you. I usually do a lightning round during my um, interviews where I throw some kind of funny but different questions out at you. And one of the ones I was going to ask you tonight kind of goes yeah. along with what you just said there is would you rather oh, make shit. one song that just explodes? It is the golden song. It's the song that everyone listens to as far as hardcore underground, right. dark rap, that, that everyone's like, holy fuck, this will never be topped. But right. every other song that you ever create is absolute trash. Or would you rather make just hit after hit after hit, but it's not a hit because no matter how hard you promote and push, no one ever hears it. You have to pick one of the two. Which would you pick? Man, uh, I feel like I pick uh, the second option just for the fact, like, again, you know, I I got back into this shit knowing, like, I want to do this shit because I love doing it. Like, I want to have fun with it again. I want to do those kinds of things. And, uh, it ain't necessarily to I don't even have expectations as far as uh, places I want to go or places I want to be or, uh, you know, um, you know, I feel like making it to me um, these days is I could be at my home. Music is my job. I could be with my family. It ain't even necessarily got to be blown up and shit like that. So I think uh, option or option number two will probably be the best for me, man. No, that's dope because that that it just that's a big, you know, reflection of personality with that question because you have someone who wants to go for the hit. Like I want the hit. I want the, I want the recognition. I want to be that god. Right, right. But everything else you make is garbage, and it's more like I need that. I crave that attention. Then you have the other person that says, "I don't really give a fuck if anybody ever sees me. I just want to make what I love." Yeah, um, and yeah. It's just and there's nothing wrong with either. It's just two completely different sides of the brain. I mean, and look at music right now, like uh, people that was bumping. I mean, let's just throw out an artist, you know, like uh, 50 Cent. Uh, let's say, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker today is like, oh, yeah, listen to this 50 Cent album. And, and that kind of scene, like they're going to get clowned on. Like, oh, yeah, that shit was classic. But why the fuck are you listening to that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, unless, 
Yeah, but us underground cats, man, we're, we're still bumping shit from the nineties. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so it's no shit all the time. Who, who's called? Yeah, who's the one making the calls as far as what's a hit and what ain't? And that's really the truth too, because I listen to a lot of shit that I honestly probably one of the only people I know that listen to certain types of stuff that I'm into, and and someone else who listens to that's fucking garbage. But to me, it's a classic. Right, right, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So I mean, yeah, like who who's to say what a hit is? And that, that's yeah. a, that's a good valid point. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Let's see. I'm reading some of these comments we got over here. Oh shit. Uh, Replicon says, is there currently such a song in the underground? And I'm not sure which part of that he was talking about because we went back and forth on a few different outlooks there. Um, Man, maybe that one, like the biggest hit in the underground type shit. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Yeah, it's tough because there's been some good hits, but I mean, usually someone tops it. So, I mean, how do you do you how do you make the ultimate song? And like you said, who's to say what the ultimate song is? Because I've never heard of a song that everyone I know loves. I guess I don't know for me currently. Um, may I have to say, uh, run away, uh, Rascal and Ritual of Ether, uh, is a fucking banger, bro. And if you ain't heard it, man, I, I, or if whoever's listening, if they ain't heard it, I suggest you go listen to that. Um, Ritual of Ether in general, uh, me and him became, you know, real close, real tight over the past week or so, chopping it up a lot, uh, putting some plans in motion, um, and hard jaws busting, uh, I mean, Dino Rice's whole fucking catalog, like, bro, uh, Genosha X, Testify, like, shit like that is is the kind of shit that's currently, and I may be being, you know what I'm saying, biased and shit, but that's currently what the fuck I'm digging, like, that stays in rotation, especially the mixtape we put out, which, by the way, let me do my segue thing, too, real quick. You can download for free right now. Did I do that good? You did that good. All right, cool. So, uh... You can download for free right now. I'm sure somebody's going to drop a link in this motherfucker right now. But or you can follow one of us on Facebook or whatever and get the link from there. But it is faux free. F-O-F-R-E-E. That's what's up. No, you're, you, you're hearing it right here, folks. Go pick it up. Go check it out. <laughs> it's dope. The whole team's dope. I mean, like like he was saying, there's, you can't really go wrong with anyone on the team or anyone fucking with the team. Everyone's good people. Man, I appreciate it, dude. But again, real recognize real. And, uh, what's understood ain't got to be explained, man. You know what I mean? It's it's always been love, dude. Real shit, man. Real shit. And with that, I'm going to jump into our second song here because with uh, you know him telling you about all the music you can check out, all the dope shit that's dropping for your ear holes now, you motherfuckers better bow down. This is Diabolic the Monster off his brand new album, Gasoline. We'll be right back on Uncovering the Underground. Leg up. Got bars like St. Patty's Day. These rappers sweetin' out here playing patty cake. No, get dusted like clearing attic space. Greetings, earthlings. The monster been from outer space. Impatient, mental patient, Jackie. I'm a rush hour. Kamikaze pilot. Fuck your life for fuck hours. On your gravesite, laughing when they dump flowers. Being in the studio, cooped up for dumb hours. I'm not going crazy, bitches. That's my residence. Racing to your skin like a skincare regimen. Tell me how the fuck I'm so evil in my cerebral. But these motherfuckers know that the flow is so heaven sent. Bend and break, bitch, it's name. Thinking you can stop me, big mistake. Rush your space, crush your face. Bow down to the king, king of the misplaced motherfucker. Bow down to the king when you see me. Bow down. 
find the rappers just because you got a SoundCloud. Click bang from the barrel from my outpost. The loudest in the room usually has his mouth closed. And I'm singing in silence, I'm like a violent storm. A Greek god, I've unsheathed the fire sword. Bring it thunder, the earth cracked and now a swarm. Plague the nation, the revelation is fucking born. Wicked shit spitter, little Godzilla. Little thrown off and literally gone get ya. I got an axe, I call it the dome splitter. Call it 911 while I'm on the phone with your motherfucker. Bend and break, bitch's name. Thinking you can stop me, big mistake. Rush your space, crush your face, bow down to the king, king of the misplaced motherfucker. Bow down to the king when you see me. Bow down, bow down, let me hear you say and repeat. Repeat. Diabolic is a monster. Dead bodies on stage at my concert. Bow down to the king when you see me. Bow down, bow down, let me hear you say and repeat. Repeat. Diabolic is a monster. Dead bodies on stage at my concert. You just heard it, folks. Bow down from Diabolic the Monster off his brand new album, Gasoline, that just dropped last week. Go pick yourself up a copy of it or we'll kill you. We won't actually kill you, but you know what I mean. You want to get, <laughs> get it. Nah, for real, though. Um, once again, every song on the fucking you know, album is a banger, so no surprise to you know play that one as well, and it'd be, it'd be the same case. Um, what was your motivation going into Bow Down? Uh, really, man, just statement time, man. Like I, I, I was back to work. Um, you know, I, I was working with a bad mind as a producer, somebody I've always wanted to work with. Um, and I, you know, uh, as a, you know, time to come back type of deal, it was like, man, I gotta have some kind of statement track on here because I, I'm not the, usually the type of dude that gets on Facebook, like, Oh, I'm the fucking shit or tell, you know, or act that way towards anybody. Like that's not who I am. But um, I guess that's the monster side of me coming out and saying, you know, I'm, I'm finally a force to be uh, reckoned with, man. And that's uh, kind of how Bow Down came came about. No, and you certainly are. And I think you've proven that point. I don't think anyone should try to, you know, test that either. You, you, it's funny when you think about our crew or people that we hang out with, we associate with. Yeah, yeah. When you think of the hardcore underground music scene, you know, not not the Tech Nines and the Hobsons. You go to that level below that, the actual underground. Yeah, and yeah. And you start thinking of the top names in the game, and they're all our people, you know what I mean? And we're their people, and it, it's it's interesting. It's like, wow, I'm a part of this thing that it, it, you don't think of it. On a daily grind, you make music, you do things, and you're like, okay, I'm making music, I'm in the scene, that's great. But then you don't take a step back and look at it from the outside perspective and say, oh, shit, I'm one of the guys. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's um, and again, gratitude is a is a huge fucking thing for me, man. Because just as much as I've gained in the past, you know, month or so, or the last year, I could quickly lose that shit if ego becomes a part of it. If I start to become ungrateful for things, if I, you know what I mean? Like it's easy to fucking fall apart. So uh, every day, man, I'm grateful, and every day I'm trying to uh, make some new content because a lot of the people that you know, listen to my music now have been listening to the music. They kind of know the history behind it. And, uh, you know, I, I'd rather have, uh, you know, a, a dollar rather than a hundred pennies or whatever. No, absolutely. Absolutely. 
I I can't wait to see what else it is that you, you bring to the table, what's to come with she. I can't wait to see what you and Donna Rice might do, um, you know, coming up with other things that you guys got going on. Shout out to Donna Rice. Um, you know, for real, though, you, you guys are putting out a lot of great product, and I can't wait to hear what it is that you guys, you know, certainly do. Why don't you tell us where we can check out the album at, what platforms you're at, how people can get in contact with you. And then why don't you let us know who you would like to give some love to and some shout outs to. Yeah, man. Uh, right now, dude, I'm on Facebook, uh, you know, uh, Diabolic to Monster, or you can go to She or uh, Shrunken Head Entertainment, uh, the official page on there. You can contact a lot of us through there. Really just anybody on the team, man. Um, you can contact if you want to get a hold of any of us. Um, again, on that SoundCloud, we'll have that link on Facebook as well. Uh, where you can download the free mixtape before even before you even uh you know what I'm saying want to buy an album or really uh, commit to anything. I mean you can get that mixtape and you can see for yourself like hey is this something I would fuck with or whatever it is. There's no love lost, man. I completely understand. Uh, but I encourage everybody out there, man, to uh, give that shit a chance. Um, because again, a lot of a lot of this dope shit these days I feel like gets watered down because everybody's a fucking rapper now. But, uh, you know, man, uh, so with that, dude, like, yeah, so Facebook, the Diabolic the Monster page, the Shrunken Head Entertainment page, and then you can catch my shit on YouTube. And now on every digital platform, uh, you can type in Diabolic the Monster Gasoline. It should pull up even my older albums if you want to listen to some of the older shit. And also you can order the album off of RazakelStore.com. I believe it's store, RazakillStore.com. And, uh, yeah, again, man, there's a lot of dope shit on there as well. Absolutely. Well, check them out, folks. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, buy his merch, buy his album, support his music, go to a show if you see him close, support She Entertainment and all of their artists. We do got some announcements we wanted to go over. I do have some other great guests, as you know, every single week on the Uncovering the Underground Radio Podcast show. Next week, we have Killa King from Ohio as well. I guess it's on Ohio month, apparently. Oh, and shit. Then, and then we have, um, we do have my man Trouble from uh, you know Washington State that's on my label, Brutal Business Entertainment, going to be on later in the week. Those dates, as I'm pulling them up for you right now, will be next Thursday night. That is going to be the 17th with Killer King. And the following week, that is the 24th with Trouble. Um, and then, you know, as always, 8 to 10.30 p.m. roughly, Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 9, Uninterrupted Underground Music, 9 to 10.30, Interview and Discussions with Underground Artists, everything from rappers to bands, actors, authors, athletes, porn stars, you name it, we have them on the show. If you are listening out there and you have suggestions for the show, or if you are listening out there and you're an artist yourself, want to get your music possibly featured on the show, make a shout out for the show, or be featured and interviewed on the show, you can check us out or hit us up at brutalbusinessent at gmo.com. Again, that is brutalbusinessent at gmo.com. Check out all of our updates with our modeling, our music, magazine, radio shows, wrestling, and more at www.teambrutalbusiness.com. We do want to thank you for listening to the show tonight. To everyone that tuned in and participated, if you are listening to this once again before we close out for the evening, please hit the share button. We really would appreciate you spreading the show around. 
and one last time to my good friend, my fellow collaborative artist and uh, longtime underground king in my eyes, Diabolic the Monster. Thank you for being on the show tonight, homie. Man, thank you so much, brother. Thank you to everybody that tuned in. Um, you know, we're going to continue grinding. We're going to continue to rise, just like HB the Grizzly said herself. Um, you know, shout out to everybody, man, and shout out to you. Shout out to Brutal Business Team Sheet and, uh, again, the whole underground, brother. Much love, man. We'll catch all of you next time here on Uncovering the Underground. We'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Team Sheet, bitch.